Gaming is an adventure. You can delve into the deepest sea or soar above the highest mountain. You can become the hero, slay dragons, or rule entire civilizations. You can do this all alone or with the fellowship of the best companions. So what do you say? Are you ready to go on an adventure? This is the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. I'm your host, Manny G, and this is the show where we talk about gaming adventures and what's going on in gaming news. And I guess you're wondering, where's my co-host, Andy? Well, I want you to know that I am listening. I am listening and I am taking your feedback very seriously. I am taking it to heart. And I want you to know that we have many co-hosts planned for the future. Several co-hosts, however, we have nothing to announce at this time. But I'm here. Oh, Andy is here. Sweet. <laughs> awesome. Hey, dude. How's it going, man? Good, broski. How about you? Oh, I'm doing really well. Nice. But I... I am most interested in what kind of gaming adventures you have been into this week. I started downlo- downloading Battlefield 5, Manny. Oh, so yeah, dude. There's, there's that. A little more blackout here sprinkled in there. Sometimes with you guys. Uh, yeah. Mostly at the station uh, with my guys. And then, uh, you know, Destiny is always a thing that happens with me. I'm chipping away at that. You know, I, I, I wouldn't say that I'm grinding per se but i'll i'll do my stuff and then i'll hop off and are you maxed out in your light or getting close oh i'm i'm i think i'm a butt towel away from 600 finally but I, you know what dude and yeah. it sounds like holy crap you know like mm-hmm. i got that the auto rifle the auto rifle that dropped at 600 oh and yeah that took, from that event yes yeah and it took me from like 550 to to a 599 in like a reset and a half it was fast so it made a huge difference that i really i think that that uh that saved me a lot of time there but i you know i haven't done any of the end game stuff in fact i think i've only done like one or two nightfalls um you know just mostly playing solo-ish which isn't a bad thing i mean i'm i'm having fun most of the stuff i play is gambit and crucible anyway so yeah um it's it's been fine it's been fine I've, i've had a really nice relaxed gaming season uh and then getting a lot more sleep bro the doctor's orders i went we had physicals at work yeah and the doc gave so does a, somebody come in there and, and check you guys out no like no, a no. measuring tape and no 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 we go to else. we go to the doctor and uh there's a whole like it's a whole thing it's kind of cool actually the way they take care of us but um yeah, do you think they they make you do a bunch of PT and they make you run and they they you know at my age they put me on an EKG make sure my heart's fine and then the doc sits and talks to you. So uh, does it still work the heart? Yes, yes, it Good. does. He, he told me I needed more sleep though, so I've actually been paying attention to him. But uh, you should have said, "How dare you? You shut up, doctor! I'm supposed to play <laughs> video games when I sleep." Who's paying who, doctor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about you, dude? What you been up to? Well, I have I have been playing Call of Duty Black Ops still. That is still really exciting. And um uh, yeah, I I downloaded the Battlefield mm-hmm. 5 game yeah. and paid $5 so I can do the 10-hour demo on Xbox. Yeah. And it has been really good. I was so impressed by the map design, 
by how well the guns felt mm-hmm. and just having that whole squad dynamic. And I'm playing with all the, all the dudes, right? All the sufficiently afflicted dudes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it was working in a squad kind of gave me that feel you get when you're having that teamwork in a blackout mm-hmm. without the whole battle royale box yes. you're in. It was good. It was really, really fun. I felt like I did pretty well, actually. And mm-hmm. it felt, it's like, yes, this is good. This is a good game. So I'm, I'm pretty happy. First impressions. Now I'm, I'm going to be jumping in there, hopefully by the end of the day. But um, how's the TTK feel compared to Black Ops? There might be an issue currently. During the beta, there was, uh, you know, you learned of a term called time to die as opposed to time to kill. Oh, okay. Because... When hits would register, they would kind of uh, have almost a delay at the beginning and then hit all at once. So you actually felt like you were dying almost instantly. Oh. That was a bug and they fixed it. Okay. While they were working on it. Right. I don't think it's totally fixed. Mm-hmm. So I kind of felt like the time was a little out of sync, but I don't think it's a huge deal. Okay. It does not feel as fast as Call of Duty. You have a bit more time to okay. react. And I yes. I honestly feel like it is just very good right now. I okay. really thought it was spot on. Nice, man. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, slower TTK is better as yeah. far as I'm concerned, you know, especially at at my age, I'm I'm a little more conditioned to I think you'll like it. A little more reaction time, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see, man. It's less like of a Twitch-style shooter. Nice, dude. More tactical and um, definitely team-oriented, and it's awesome. Cool, So far, so good. I also played the uh, Black Desert Online beta that that came out of beta for the weekend on Xbox. I saw you were in that. I think it's done now. Maybe it's done Monday. I'm not sure. Oh, the- Just the beta. Beta. And okay. it is uh, Black Desert Online. If you don't know, it's an MMORPG. It is a, it's been around on the PC for a couple of years and it is a huge, huge game. It is an extremely divisive game. People either absolutely love it or oh. they absolutely hate it. Okay. And that's the kind of game it is because it takes such, just like any deep, complex MMORPG, it takes commitment and a lot of time. Right but it has some of the best action combat in any game period. And that is what really carries that game. There's a lot of like crafting you can do and there's no, there's no real PVE end game as far as like raids and dungeons. The end game is like in sieges in large guild PVP battles where you're fighting over areas and stuff. And it's just a really different game. And, um, it was good. The beta, the beta was pretty good. It was, it was, they were having some issues as far as optimization goes. It was kind of choppy sometimes like frame rate issues, but mm. it was good. I liked nice. it. Nice. Nice, dude. Well, awesome, bro. Awesome. Possum, dude. Well, Andy. Yes. Is there any, uh, is there any news on your mind this week? Anything you want to talk about? Man, just this big old Xbox conference they had in Mexico City. Dude, yes. We are talking about XO18. It was in Mexico City. Mm-hmm. And this uh, this post comes from news.xbox.com. It says, this weekend, the Xbox community came together to take part in XO18, a global celebration of all things Xbox filled with news, first looks, not really, <laughs> and, and plenty of surprises. Not too many surprises. Right. 
Okay, so I had a chance to check this out. It is on Saturday and Sunday, and we're recording Sunday, so I don't know what's going on today. But right. the, it was over two hours long on Saturday. And dude, that crowd was so excited, dude. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was at a soccer game or something. Yeah. They are yelling and cheering every few seconds, dude. Ah, yeah. yeah, dude. And you look at the crowd and yeah. there, people are like fist pumping. They were having a party. I There's no way they didn't pass out alcohol yeah. before this started. Dude. Hey, man, it's Mexico, bro. Yeah, dude. It, it was probably the most like uh, excited, supportive crowd I've ever seen at a conference. Nice, dude. Nice. Yeah. Uh, compared to what, uh, what Blizzard mm-hmm. had <laughs> last oh, week. Man. I think yeah, uh, definitely a huge difference right? between, yeah, because, you know, they could have done it one of two ways. They could have done it kind of like how Blizzard does it, or they kind of could have had kind of like a interview style, but it was just, it was just hype the whole show, like nice, the whole dude. two hours, dude, high energy. It was pretty awesome. crazy. Very cool. Well, what do we got, bro? What what did we learn, Manny? Well, we learned quite a bit, actually. Um, they are working really, really hard at securing a bright future for Xbox. Yeah. And they are thinking down the road. You know, they are not just acquiring these all these studios like we learned about at E3. Right. Just to have some titles coming out, you know, within the next few months. This is about the future right. of Xbox. They're thinking yeah. 25 years down the road. Yeah. You know, and we're going to start seeing the fruit here in the next, I would say probably next year, we'll probably hear something new that's been cooking up. Yeah. Well, they haven't made any announcements, right? Like specific no. to games that they're, that are under development or anything. It's just all these studio acquisitions that they've exactly. been doing. And that's what people thought this would be. But Microsoft was very careful to set expectations. They actually told us what we were going to hear about for the most part. Right. So, you know, it's it's not like what Bun- uh, with uh, Blizzard did last week at BlizzCon where they were had some very vague expectations and people were totally like uh, blindsided by stuff. Right, right. So, so I don't really blame them for not having huge announcements or anything. They're saving that for probably next year. Yeah, right. Yeah, something further down the road but yeah. dude even the the fact that you know they're kind of and i mean this like the obsidian uh acquisition all that stuff those aren't necessarily announcements we already had a sense that they were going after all these studios mm-hmm. right or yeah they were jason under- schreier spilled the beans mm-hmm. they they acquired so yeah they acquired obsidian entertainment and exile entertainment those two studios mm-hmm. are new acquisitions you know they are teeing up for some nice rpg games there yeah there's some good pedigree there right obsidian has uh knights of the old republic 2 and yes. and obviously fallout new vegas which is one of the more beloved uh fallout games yeah i've heard uh, people say that that's the best one right yeah mm-hmm. so um pillars then, of eternity yes oh yeah pillars of eternity another really good one uh, so it's got some pedigree man there's man that's really exciting especially for you know guys like us us that are primarily uh xbox players Yes. Um, to get some, you know, man, man, you know, it's all speculation at this point, but those are great games, man. And and if they can iterate something like that for mm-hmm. the new technology that's coming out, man, it's exciting times. And I think this is really telling for the future of the Xbox Studios mm-hmm. because they're not trying to match Sony and just do their own God of War Xbox right. style. Right, exactly. They have acquired so many studios at this point. 
They want to build a library of very good games that have financial support so the developers are free to be creative, mm -hmm. to release things that they believe in. Yeah. They're not just putting all their eggs in one basket. I guess my point is, you know, they're right. not just looking for one home run. Right. They just want a lot of really good games. Man, and it and it's so nice. I know we're, we have a lot of other stuff to cover, but just to kind of have a small conversation about this. Um, oh, yeah. It's nice to hear Microsoft acquiring these studios, but basically, you know, the messages that we've been hearing is like, hey, no, we here's a checkbook. You make the game that you want to make. So... Giving them that freedom, you know, in contrast to with something like what we've just recently been hearing, you know, specifically with like Destiny and Activision, right? Where, oh, Destiny's yeah. underperforming. Well, Activision is like, well, we can throw more microtransactions <laughs> oh, at it. Man. And now, De yeah. you know, Bungie comes back with like, hey, you know, just to make everybody feel better, we're focusing on our, you know, on our hobbyist player, right? Or yeah. our, our inv investment player. You know, that, that just creates a discord, right, in a public setting between, you know, publisher and, you know, developer. Yes. Yep. So it's nice to, to from from the get-go, hear that, hey, Microsoft is establishing a relationship of, like, we just want to put out great games right now. That might change in the future, obviously. But to start, it sounds really good. It does. So, uh, yeah, the next thing that they talked about was... Crackdown 3 has an actual date, February 15th. And I thought they had said February 22nd. Mm -hmm. And then I heard that they retracted that and just said February. Mm -hmm. I'm not too sure. Maybe my mind's a little fuzzy, but mm -hmm. most definitely February 15th. It's uh, official. It's official. And they are avoiding February 22nd, which is mm. a good thing. Yeah, right. Because, you know, Anthem. Oh, yeah. And what else? There's like... A, a bunch of other games that are coming out that day. Yeah, my uh, I can't remember. There's a bunch yeah. of other ones. Real messy window again. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they're trying to get out a little sooner, and it's it's if you have Game Pass, you get it. Yeah, on yeah, the fifteenth. That's so awesome, dude. I Game Pass. You know, every it's like every time you look, man, they've got more stuff in there and new stuff, not just you know, old stuff that they're, you know, throwing into that library. It's like Crackdown 3 and, you know, they did it with uh, State of Decay and, you know, even like mm -hmm. Halo, although Halo had been out, but still a really, you know, a newish game and, and at least a very popular game. Uh, I, lo I love that they're doing that, man. Yeah, me too. So at XO18, they also showed us their new multiplayer mode, Wrecking yes. Zone. Mm-hmm where environmental destruction is your secret weapon in wrecking zone two teams of five hyper agile agents tear down the opposition with their super powered skills in an arsenal of a boomtastic weapons and equipment in full destructible battle arenas you know i've been described as boomtastic a time or two man <laughs> <laughs> but dude this sounds really great dude 5v5 it uh, looks like, uh, you know, with uh, some environmental destruction, you know, yeah, destruction or damage uh, thrown in there. So it, it, it'll be cool to see what we can do in that game mode. It sounds a lot of fun. And, and if you haven't played Crackdown, you know, I mean, you're basically a superhero, an augmented human. Yes. Uh, and as I recall, they, they had a pretty good selection of weaponry to use. And so that sounds like it'll be a lot of fun, man. Yeah, open world, a lot of uh, destructible. Mm -hmm. It's all destructible, right? 
I mean, I think that's kind of the big pull. Yeah. Yeah. And what's interesting about this whole announcement is mm -hmm. that all of that, the, the, the environments, all that rendering and processing, as far as the destruction goes, that's being done in Microsoft's, um, the Azure servers. So it doesn't matter if you're playing on the X or if the, on the S or the original, or even on the PC, it is all going to be rendered and, and all of that processing, processing power is done in the cloud. Yeah. Which is interesting because it's like they are, they have been working on this tech for a long time. It's one of the reasons why crackdown has been delayed for so long, but they finally yeah. nailed it. Yeah. It was playable at XO. And I think if they really pull this off, then this is going to be very telling for what we could expect from Microsoft's, uh, from the Xbox Scarlet. Their next gen. Yeah, man. Especially if they, you know, if they're going to lean into this, uh, well, I mean, if they're going to, that's the whole basis of what they're building that next gen on is, uh, the ability to stream it. Um, yeah. that dude, this will be a good test run, you know, again, theoretically, uh, and just to kind of see what, uh, what we can look forward to in the future, man. Yeah. Blackout so. on my, on my mobile phone. That would be fun. <laughs> yeah. That'd be pretty awesome. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I think, I think it does have some pretty good implications for the future things to, to definitely look forward to, but that is coming February 15th Yep, and included in game pass. That's amazing. That's awesome. So the hits keep coming. They went ahead and told us about 16 different titles that are coming yeah. to game pass. Uh-huh. Yeah. And one of them is PUBG. PUBG is going to be free with Game Pass. And real quick, just a, yeah, just go a for really quick announcement on PUBG. If uh, our fo you know, our listeners don't know, um, it is, I believe, currently free right now, right? Full. I Well, I did download it. Uh, yeah. I'm not too sure when the end date was for that. Yeah, I don't know when that end date is, but if you guys are listening to this, man, check it out. Jump on there because they were giving away, giving a, the full release away for free. So, but it, it it will also be available in Game Pass if you have that. Yeah. Then they they also announced that Ori in the Blind Forest mm -hmm. is going to be coming to to uh, Game Pass, and the the Ori, the new one that we're kind of waiting for now. They didn't give us a release date. They showed us a little bit of the game. Uh, 2019 is what they're saying, but that's going to be available with Game Pass day and date as well. Mm -hmm. So a big one though, that people have been really curious about is uh, Hellblade. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're going to see that added to Game Pass. So I know people are excited to play that. I was talking to Joe meeting last night and he said he's definitely getting his hands on that when that comes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've been hearing a lot of good stuff. So it'd be nice to, it's nice that we're getting it on Game Pass. So mm -hmm. I'm really yeah. excited. Yeah, and they, they talked about a bunch of other games as well. Like there was this one called like a, it's called the Void Bastards. And it was like a shooter that had some kind of like a RPG elements to it. Uh, and uh, it just looked kind of weird, you know, <laughs> yeah. maybe a niche game. It's not going to be like this huge thing that everybody's going to want to try. But I do like that they're adding just tons of stuff to their whole catalog of games mm -hmm. that are for a wide variety of people. And they talked yes. about how people who have Game Pass actually spend more money on new games than people who don't. That's like, why would people do that? And it's because if you're a shooter primarily and you see this RPG that everybody's talking about, but you wouldn't buy it normally. Well, it's in Game Pass. All I got to do is download it. You know, those people are like, wow, this RPG is amazing. You know, where has this genre been my, my whole gaming life? You know, so they move over to all these different games that they've never played before mm -hmm. and then they start buying stuff and, and checking things out 
So I think it's 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 a brilliant plan, this whole Game Pass thing. So I like that they're adding so much to it. Oh yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. It's a good it's a it you know, we've had shows on this before, man. It's a I think it's worth the investment. Definitely. So what else we got, Mr. Manny? Another thing that they talked about was their whole Black Friday deals, mm-hmm. which man, it is, you know, people spend a lot of money this time of year. So November 18th through the 26th, they have all these cool deals. Mm-hmm. You can, if you don't have Game Pass, you can buy it for $1 for your first month, mm-hmm. which is pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it's $1. The only thing better than a dollar is free. That's true. Or, or 50 cents. <laughs> That's true. Even. Well, 99 cents. <laughs> and also $100 off of Xbox One X. So you can actually yeah. pick that up for three ninety nine. That's, yeah, that's for what you're, for what you're getting. That's a good deal. And you know, honestly, I was looking at that and thinking to myself, like, it's a good time to transition into the X because, uh, you know, as we're winding down on this generation uh, yeah. of console, you know, what, and I've heard or I've read, and I can't cite the sources right now, not off the top of my head, but I've, I've read that, you know, as we, as we start closing down or, or, you know, finishing off the life cycle of this, uh, console, a lot of those games are only going to be supported on the X and not necessarily the vanilla version of the Xbox one, just because of the, you know, just the technological difference between the two. I don't think they'll ever release a title that says X only, Mm -hmm. but with that being said, a lot of the games I've been playing, like let's say for instance, just Call of Duty, Mm -hmm. you know, my friends who are playing say, hey, this looks just like any other Call of Duty I've ever seen, but I'm playing on the X and it looks better. Mm -hmm. So some of those things, they get translated over to the X that, that don't necessarily get captured on the original hardware. Mm -hmm. And I, I can definitely see that going forward. Well, we've we've talked about the load time. Like everything is an improvement on the the X versus the vanilla version, right? The, yes. Your load times are much faster than mine. Your the graphical prowess is much better than mine. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And you notice it more and more, man. Look at Destiny, uh, the Forsaken uh, expansion, dude. The load yes. times are ridiculous in that game. They are ridiculous. And you're always the first one when we were playing together, you know, the first one with boots on the ground, man. And Mm -hmm. we're, we're significantly behind you. Not like a little delay. It's like a 15, (laughs) 20 second delay, man. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. It all kind of adds up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, If if you're thinking about replacing your Xbox, that is super good deal. Yeah. For sure. They also have a ton of other titles that are on sale. Like if you don't, play on game pass even though it's only a buck like Forza horizon force 35 percent off forza motorsport 7 is 50 percent off state of decay 2 35 percent off so there's just a ton of deals sea of thieves 50 percent off so yeah they want to uh they want to sell you stuff at a mm. cheap price so yeah yeah there we go but you know the the show kind of wrapped up with uh, a lot of different and scattered throughout. You saw a lot of different trailers and stuff, and and everybody's kind of uh, getting different like DLCs. Like Forza Horizon Four, they're getting a, a DLC that's going to be free, and mm-hmm. uh, State of Decay Two, they're getting another like expansion thing, content for more guns, stuff like that. That's coming right. free as well at the beginning of uh, 2019, I think. Mm-hmm. 
So, and also Sea of Thieves, they're getting this new mode called the Arena, which is kind of interesting. It is like mm. this uh, whole separate area that you load into. Actually, when you start up the game, before you choose like exploration or adventure, whatever they call it, you can choose the Arena. And it is basically like a, a PvP focused mode that is like uh, like games you could just get into. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be like matches where you're playing a, and you know one team against the other, um, invading islands and stuff and doing different objectives. So that looks interesting. That looks mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're actually trying to keep these games alive by releasing new free content, getting people to come back and play them. And I think people do. I think people do load up these games and play them again mm-hmm. just because, you know, there's just new stuff coming out. Right. Well, I mean, you know, dude, it's it's a good way to get into a, a wide variety of games and a good library of games. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, dude, that's it's all good stuff. Lots of good stuff. And they talked about uh, Devil May Cry 5. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talked about Jump Force and just, just a whole ton of other stuff. Their, their new um, training mode, I guess, right? That was one of the bigger announcements as far as Devil May Cry goes because that was something that folks wanted in that yes. game. So that looks really interesting, putting yeah. together combos uh, and whatnot just to have a place where you can sort of get used to that. That's pretty cool. But a lot of this stuff, they didn't really show anything new. Like Jump Force, they didn't show any new characters that you didn't really know about. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people that are going to play these anime fighting games that you know they're they're gonna buy them anyways right so i don't know what else they could have really showed them yeah um you know just cause four they had some sweet trails that game looks crazy mm-hmm. it looks really cool there's yeah. just a lot of like destruction and explosions and you have guns that do all these crazy things so um yeah i was gonna get on on a on a tangent but I'm going to stop myself. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> they announced a bit more about uh, keyboard and mouse support. Mm-hmm. And there's a ton of titles that are going to support it here. Yeah. And one of them is, uh, is Fortnite, which I thought was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think that's actually, you know, traditionally people say, you know, we don't want keyboard and mouse support on Xbox because they'll just destroy everyone that uses a controller on you know on that particular platform but what's funny about like fortnite is that people compete against pc players because of cross play even in tournaments using controllers and winning Mm -hmm. so it's you know i don't know i think that's going to be interested interesting to see how that kind of pans out but there's several games that are title and again it is strictly up to the developer to support keyboard and mouse or not for right. their particular game. So it's definitely a game by game basis. Well, it's also like how they implement it, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure they'll take all that stuff into consideration, you know, for the sake mm-hmm. of balance, especially on games uh, where, you know, little things like reaction time and, and whatnot make a huge difference. Yeah. So. And one of the last things they talked about was uh, the hashtag give with Xbox. And if you on Twitter send in like a, a picture of playing Xbox, like with family or whatever, and use that hashtag for everyone they get, they will donate $5 to a particular charity up to a million bucks oh, nice. to uh, child's play and game outreach and special effects and operation supply drop. Mm. So they're trying to, to give back this holiday. Well, good. Good. That's always a good thing. That's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Those pockets are deep enough. Yes. They're, they're pretty stinking deep. 
<laughs> so that was XO18 in Mexico City. It was it was it was fine. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. I mean, yeah. We I didn't expect it to be like E3 2. I didn't expect right. it to be like a um whatever PlayStation canceled earlier this year. Um mm-hmm. their kind of event where they announced like big stuff. Right. Um they you know, that's that's not the purpose. So I kind of uh you know, it was fine. It right. is what it is, right? I didn't think it was a huge deal, but there was some some pretty interesting stuff, and uh, especially if you're an Xbox player, those uh, studio acquisitions. I think that was pretty big news. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. The future looks bright, and it still looks bright. Yes. So, so yeah. we got a speak pipe from our buddy Thaden about esports. Yeah. So let's uh, let's check this out and give this a listen. Let's do it. Hey Andy, hey Manny, it's Thaden here and I wanted to talk to you guys about esports, which is something that I really love about gaming and I think is something a lot of other people could really enjoy about gaming as well. But I wanted to talk about how what a big deal a bunch of stuff going on in the esports world this year is. Uh, starting from BlizzCon, which you guys just talked about, we have the Arena Finals for World of Warcraft, which Method Orange took. Um, and I just really like Method, so I'm going to say that. Moving over to StarCraft 2, we have a new world champion in Serral out of Finland, which is a big deal because it's the first time in many, many, many years that the world champion for StarCraft is not from South Korea. Similarly, in League of Legends news, we have a new world champion for League of Legends, which is Invictus Gaming out of China. Uh, and the big news there is uh, no Korean teams made it past the quarterfinals the first time in seven years that a European team has made it to the finals the first time in seven years that a North American team has made it to the semifinals. So big shakeups all over the place with uh, esports this year. Uh, and I thought it would be good to share with you guys. Uh, I also wanted to ask you guys, is there any games or, you know, area of esports that you guys are, have ever been particularly interested in uh, ever watched it one time? What were they? Is there anything you're interested in now? Um, and maybe I could give you guys some insight. Uh, let me know. Thank you guys so much for the show and uh, hope you guys are doing well. Thank you. Well, thank you, Thaden. I appreciate that speak pipe. But they're yeah, esports. Good. Yeah, they're always good. Your, speaks, your, your speak pipes are better than your emails, Thaden. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be discouraged. You can send emails all you want, buddy. I'm just teasing. Buddy. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Blizzard, BlizzCon, a lot of that centers around esports now, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. esports is a big deal with you know with Dota, with Lo- with uh, League of Legends and stuff. It's yes. it's huge, yeah. and even even Black Ops, you know, just about every game that has a competitive mode has right. at least a, a community that wants it to be an esport yes. if it's not as uh, officially supported. But mm. no, it, it's it's great. I personally have not watched esports in a very long time. Mm-hmm. I used to really love, love watching StarCraft. Mm-hmm. And I I sucked at StarCraft. Mm-hmm. Dude, I was terrible. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with the, with the proper uh, uh, casters, it was a super exciting game to watch. Like, uh, yeah. that's how I found, like, a force strategy gaming. He was primarily a StarCraft uh, shoutcaster. And mm-hmm. uh, he just makes general gaming content now. Yeah. But it was it was great, dude. And I, I loved it. It was very exciting. And um, but you know, I think some games are really hard to follow, like a Warcraft arena and stuff. If you don't understand what everybody's doing, then it's really difficult to follow. 
But, you know, there's always a market for something like that. I mean, you know, ESPN just made that announcement or not made an announcement, but uh, I was having a conversation a while back with a friend mm-hmm. yeah. who was complaining about how the Tour de France isn't televised on ESPN. Yeah. And I, I was teasing him about how uh, Overwatch League is televised on ESPN and, <laughs> and Tour is not, you know, which makes yeah. a... What you know, I was messing around, but it is a statement on the, the popularity. Real are. Yeah, <laughs> of, of, right. <laughs> yeah, real sports. Rub it in. Yeah, uh, but the popularity of of esports. You know, I mean, yeah. sp- this is specifically Overwatch. Yes, uh, but but you know, just esports and video gaming in general. You know, there's there's a crowd that definitely there's a market for that. There yes. are people that want to watch that, and so you know. With BlizzCon, you know, Overwatch is one of their um, uh, titles. Uh, you mm-hmm. mentioned StarCraft yeah. is theirs also, right? Oh, yeah. Very competitive. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, there's they, they, they have some good games that uh, lend themselves to that uh, to that market. As far as, you know, me specifically, I'm, you know, I'm not much of an esports watcher. In fact, I've never been much for, you know, watching... Uh, yeah. people play video games unless i'm there with them because it's sure. it's it's you know it's like i'm shout casting right i'm just talking <laughs> so much trash to them but uh, <laughs> but i think that makes a yeah, huge difference that. right if you have someone who's there that's good that's entertaining to listen to that you know that breaks the game down you know a color commentator similar to you know actual sports um yeah, yeah it, it, there's a high entertainment value in that so yeah it makes all the difference i think mm-hmm. if you have a good caster for sure but you know, you, most people when you think of esports, you're thinking of League of Legends, or you're thinking of StarCraft or Overwatch. Yeah. But you know, there's a lot of other ways to do it as well. Like Warcraft has their Mythic Dungeon races, mm-hmm. where they're actually just one five man is racing another five man to go mm-hmm. through the dungeon the, to see who can do it the fastest. And right. the dungeon has all these curveballs because there's all these modifiers that makes it really difficult. Mm-hmm. So that's that's pretty cool. Uh, back when I was playing Path of Exile, one thing that the community was doing that was super exciting that I actually loved watching because of the casters was they would start um, these races from a, a beginner character all the way up to a certain boss. So whoever can start their character and get to that boss and kill the boss before um, anybody else, you know, they'd win the event, which kind of sounds funny, but it is such an interesting game because you're you're depending on rng to get the proper items to actually get there you're picking your class and you can only have a couple skill points spent by the end of the race so you're having to pick a class that's good in the beginning and Mm. you have to be careful you don't die because every time you die they add some kind of penalty right they'll do like 30 seconds two minutes penalty whatever it is something right yeah and actually they were they were very exciting and i was Mm. surprised at how entertaining and fun they were well and even even something like, uh, you know, like World's First, right? Uh, oh yeah. Whether it's yeah for sure. WoW or Destiny or any game that has that sort of activity, you know, for that one day, you have this sort of esports or not necessarily esports competition, right? That yes. Comp- that competitive component to it that a lot of people yeah. get very excited. I love to it. Watch. Yeah. Yeah, and like Diablo, like there's the whole like a uh, ladder system, and like that's big mm. in Diablo too. That's what carry that game. Uh, you know, it was, it was responsible for a lot of people continuing to play the game because the ladder would get reset and you'd start again. The same thing with like Diablo three, the seasons, 
want to see how high you can push the rift. And I think competitive PVE is just kind of, um, I think that is a whole nother area of esports that that is kind of untapped, untapped in some right. ways. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. that potentially that can be something that could be really exciting for the future. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But awesome. uh, but it's an interesting conversation, man. Thanks thanks for throwing that out there, Thaden. Awesome. Thanks, Thaden. Yeah. And feel free, feel free just to throw this out there. I you know, feel mm-hmm. free to send speak pipes in on on anything, right? They didn't uh, sent his on esports. That's something that he's, you know, he he likes and he's he has an interest in. Uh, and I encourage all of our our folks out there. You know, if you guys have stuff that you want to throw out there that you're interested in, that you know maybe sparks conversation, even in the Discord, send it in. We'll play it for you guys, and and we, you know we'll get some conversations going. Absolutely, yeah, send them in. Um, anything you want to send us, you want to send us an email as well. If you don't want to do a speak pipe, just go to gamingadventureclub.com. But Andy, I think that's a show, buddy. Sweet, man. Sweet, well, not sweet. sweet, kind of sad. I was used to doing our hour long shows, but okay, I'll take it. Well, you know, 40 minutes, hour. <laughs> <It's> not bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, thank you so much to everyone who has supported us on patreon.com slash gamingadventureclub. We really appreciate the support. Thank you for that. For everyone who's left us uh, five-star reviews on iTunes, we greatly appreciate it. And if you, my dear listener, would like to become a part of the club, just go over to gamingadventureclub.com slash discord and join our community there. Yep. Come on in. Lots of fun to be had. Yep. So Andy, somebody wants to come hang out with you, buddy. Where can they find you? Oh, Xbox Live, TX Space Andy Man, uh, Twitter, AndyMan228. And uh, the Discord. There you go. You can find me at AKA Manny G on Xbox and Twitter as well. Or you could follow the show at G underscore Adventure Club. So until next time, have an adventurous week and take care of each other. exercise (laughs) 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 unique new york unique unique the elephant stepped on a mouse (laughs) (laughs) all right here we go ready